Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The COPA stands for Conference of the Parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC, which is an international climate summit that is held annually unless the parties or the countries involved decide otherwise. At COPS, world leaders gather to work together on solutions to tackle climate change. There are now 198 parties, 197 countries plus the European Union to the convention constituting near-universal membership. Cultural survival attended COP28 in Dubai from November 30 to December 12, 2023 and spoke about some of the outcomes of the scope to delegates who attended the negotiations. Anin Bojo, Graham Reed and Ishtakaz, Aron Ojibwe, Anishinaabe, and Dao. Um, Graham Reed, uh, I am, I, in, in my language, I introduce myself as uh, Graham Reed. I'm, I'm Anishinaabe, uh, grew up in Ottawa. I currently work uh, at the Assembly of First Nations. I have been participating in this process for uh, several cops now. Uh, it's a real honor to join Cultural Survival again to talk through what has happened at, at COP for the last two weeks. And I'll, I'll say that some of what has happened is still ongoing, um, but largely we saw for the first time ever a decision on the creation of the loss and damage uh, finance facility that actually happened in the first week on, on day one, which was followed by some significant pledges by countries around the world, both on, on loss and damage, but also on other specific areas that the COP presidency has been championing. Um, in terms of what's happened over the last two weeks, we've seen basically two tracks of things that, that I would characterize. One is the growing representation of Indigenous peoples and their presence within both pavilions within the UNFCCC, but also within the uh, mandated events. Last week, we held the annual knowledge holders gathering, the annual youth roundtable. We also had opportunities for both those sessions to communicate those recommendations to parties and constituted bodies. At the same time, there were negotiations going on in a few key areas for Indigenous peoples, one being the global stock take, which is the opportunity for parties to recommit to their two degree target and, and take all of efforts possible of 1.5 degrees. That decision text is ongoing. And so we've seen generally positive references within the versions of texts that we've had. Uh, and now the question is, how are those translated into the texts that will be adopted by parties? Um, the question, though, in uh, the global stock take broadly is, is how do we use that as an opportunity to continue leveraging more ambitious climate action? Um, we know that we're not doing enough. We know that the global stock take tells us that we're not doing enough. And for Indigenous peoples, our priority within the global stock take has really been positioning Indigenous peoples as leaders who uh, can protect their lands, waters and territories based on the safeguarding of their rights and their knowledge systems. Other areas of discussion that have been important 
have been the global goal on adaptation, which uh, again is a, is a text that, that is offering what does adaptation for the world look like and how do we set targets and measurements? A key element of that, given that adaptation is place-based and locally based, is the upholding of indigenous rights and the upholding of indigenous knowledge systems. And so that language is currently in, in the version of the text. There's an explicit recognition of indigenous peoples. We are looking to strengthen that and to see that as it comes through the, the final decision text. On uh, Article 6, there are three components of that. Article 6, 6.2, 6.4, and 6.8. Largely the recognition from Indigenous peoples and many other human rights groups has been, let's take more time in the context of 6.2 and 6.4 to get it right. And that means that we need an appropriate grievance mechanism for Indigenous peoples. We need policies on removals that uh, don't disrupt Indigenous connections to lands. And ultimately, we get into a place where we're not promoting false solutions and we're not promoting the displacement of Indigenous peoples from their lands and territories. Um, the th third and kind of four or third and final area of, of uh, topics that have been discussed is really on climate finance. And so uh, there have been decisions that have been directing the Global Environment Facility, making recommendations on the Standing Committee, and setting the groundwork for the new quantified goal on finance, which is the continuation of the $100 billion target that was made in Copenhagen. This will be a key area of uh, work for Indigenous peoples leading up to the next COP, COP29, now at uh, announced for Azerbaijan. Part of that also in that discussion on climate finance is making sure that the the implementation of the loss and damage finance facility respects the priorities of indigenous peoples, including their calls for direct access for climate financing. And, and what we've heard here and what we hope to do from now to the next COP is really engage deeply into those institutional arrangements to make sure that any funding programs that are created through the loss and damage finance facility are uh, respectful of Indigenous priorities, uh, Indigenous rights and Indigenous knowledge systems and supports their full and effective participation of Indigenous peoples. You know, we have seen a growing representation of Indigenous peoples within COP spaces. That's uh, represented in the Indigenous Peoples Pavilion, also just in the number of Indigenous peoples who participate. But what we want to continue seeing is, is making sure that we can position those Indigenous peoples to participate, to be diplomats and advocates for our priorities. A lot of that can continue in the work that we want to do leading up to COP29, where again, we hope to continue building on this momentum and making sure that the world can uh, reflect our understandings, our priorities, and our knowledge systems as solutions to the climate crisis and the multiple crises that are facing our communities uh, here and, and back home. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook Twitter and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify. Yeah.